the more you can make yourself a celebrity, the better off you're going to be. The more authority you have, the better off you're going to be. And then these days, there's just so many different channels out there. It's easier than ever to really become what I call micro celebrity to a very specific target audience. And so what I'm getting at here is that the truth of the matter is this is only called a secret, but if you have enough celebrity and authority with your audience, you can get by with kind of like C-level marketing, or you can definitely get by with B-level marketing. This is Superfast Business with James Schranko. James Helping you build your business super fast. James Schramko here. Welcome back to superfastbusiness.com. This is episode 884. Today we're talking about four elements of a winning marketing campaign. To do that, I've brought along a special guest, Ron Reich. Welcome to the call, Ron. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to be here. It really is an honor to be talking to the one and only James Schramko on this podcast. <laughs> You're a bit kind there. Now, in terms of history, I think it's sort of really interesting the way we met. At the time, I was coaching Ryan Levesque, and as he was growing through this hyper-growth phase, we actually, in the time we were working together, he went from a million dollars a year to $10 million a year, so that was pretty exciting for both of us. And he's a smart guy, and he's got lots of access to other smart people, and he's had other coaches as well. just want to put that out there. I'm not taking full credit, but I was certainly involved in that. And as part of what I do with my clients, I was really immersed in what he was doing. And I went to his Texas workshop. We did this Ask Boot Camp or something like that. And then we also did a mastermind event. Yeah. And I was invited to speak there. I think I put together a presentation at his request on team building. Mm -hmm. Now, when I went to the workshop, you were one of the instructors. Yeah. One of the previous guests, Steve Mastrioni, was one of the other instructors. So same sort of meeting point. Mm -hmm. But I've also seen you involved in his marketing campaigns. I think you were something like the affiliate manager for his Ask Method. Yeah, my technical title was his marketing director. So the quick story there is that, so this is interesting. I hired him as my coach back in 2012, actually. So again, before he was quote unquote Ryan Levesque. And so then I talked to him every week for like three years. Then when he started the elite program, the master, which I know you helped him start, he brought me in as a sub coach to coach his mastermind people. And then eventually we worked really well together. He needed help with his launches. And before I knew it, I was his full on marketing director. And I ended up doing that for a couple of years. You were. Now, I remember we had some conversations there and I was really greatly in awe of your marketing chops, as the copywriters say, your skills. You really love copywriting. You have a knack for it. I've seen your posts on social media are extremely compelling and persuasive. Today, we're talking about four elements of a winning marketing campaign. And I feel that you are most definitely qualified to talk about that. You also, I think, had a dog site. You're a pet lover. Yes. And they use that example in the workshop. So you've had a lot of experience actually implementing these techniques. And this is really important because there's a lot of people out there who coach and support people, mm -hmm. but haven't actually done it themselves. They're like theorists, I'll call them. <laughs> I love that we have a, a you know, practical application. You've literally built out these segmented funnels. You've done launches. You've supported affiliate launch campaigns from the side of the product owner. Mm -hmm. You have deep skills. You've worked with lots of the people who were at the high level in the programs there. I've seen your Rolodex of clients who are real advocates of you. I wanted to get you on the show because you're also in the super fast business world. We get to chat about your own strategy and where you're going with things. And I'm excited by what you do and how you do it. So thank you for coming along and sharing. We're going to talk about the four elements of a winning marketing campaign from the perspective of someone who's been in the trenches. Mm -hmm. And as a fellow coach, 
you have been working closely with other people and seeing them put together. In some cases, I've noticed from who you've been helping, some of them sort of having their first go at it, Mm -hmm. which I think is like absolutely like the hardest thing ever. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, doing startup campaigns is just brutal. Mm -hmm. And if you can pull them off, then you're as much a superhero as Batman there in the background. I can see (laughs) a little figurine. Yeah, yeah, great stuff. Cool. So yeah, so again, yeah, I really appreciate you saying that. Yeah, I definitely worked. I started out for the first 10 years, actually the first eight years of my career, yeah, working, selling my own information products, mainly in the dog training space and also in the dating and relationship space. Then I kind of graduated to working with people like Ryan LeBeck, people like Todd Herman, people like Selena Sue, behind the scenes in their business. And now I'm really focusing on yeah, helping primarily experts and thought leader type people helping them really, really scale their businesses as well. So yeah, definitely seen it all from all the different vantage points. And yeah, I'm excited to get into it. You want to get into the four elements now? We will. And just before we do that, I'm going to drop a link to your website here. It's ronreich.com. That's who I'm chatting with on episode 884, ron, R-E-I-C-H.com. And Ron coaches other people, you know, like I do. He's doing it at a high level. So if you hear something you like, maybe get in touch with him. So Ron, should we start with the first element? Yeah, yeah, let's get into it. So the first element is the idea. And one thing I want to mention, there's these four elements that we're going to go over. And I want the listeners, I want you listening to this, think about them. It's like a mixing board in the sense that there's like four levers. And ideally, we want them all to be at level 10. That would be ideal. And as we'll get into this, just realize that sometimes if you're good on one, then you can be less good on the other and you could still have a winning campaign. So this is the think of them kind of like, ingredients that all kind of amplify the same recipe. So the first element is the idea. What is the overall people call it the big idea or the all-encompassing campaign or all-encompassing idea of your marketing campaign? And just another thing here is that we're talking about in the context of a specific marketing campaign, like a specific ad campaign or a specific launch or even a specific email sequence or whatnot. But you can take all these same four elements and think about them in the context of your overall brand. Just so I want people to, to realize that. So the idea, what we're talking about here is, again, what is the overarching concept? And typically, this is actually, it's an idea. It's a piece of information that ideally gives people, when they hear it, it's going to give them an insight. It's going to give them something. It's not just a tagline, which a lot of people kind of confuse this with. It's not just an angle. I have a couple of examples. So a great one, a great idea, an excellent idea. The idea, work less, make more. From our own James Ramco. Sounds familiar. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. So that is an idea. That's really interesting. The idea that you can work less and make more is counterintuitive. People have to think about that. Oh, is it really possible? Then when they read your stuff, they'll see that, um, yeah, actually it is possible. And that is one way that makes you stand out. Another, uh, just a couple, um, probably one of the most famous or probably in the internet marketing space, one of the most, how do you say this, valuable ideas is from Russell Brunson, the idea you're just one funnel away from financial independence. That is such a great idea because he's making that statement and then it implies a lot. It's like, it makes people feel like, oh, wow, it's easy to make a lot of money, for example. Another idea, which I want to talk about is just another example, is another one of our friends who you've had on the podcast, another one of my clients, a guy by the name of Todd Herman, or former clients, a guy by the name of Todd Herman, created the 90-day year. This is the idea is you can get a year's worth of work done in 90 days. So again, these are all, it's having this overarching angle and this can really, really make your brand sing. It can really, really make a specific campaign sing. And the thing here is that 
this is not easy to really come up with an actual idea. Anybody can come up with a headline. Anyone can come up with an angle. But these really ideas that it's, that it's an actual piece of content that really kind of hits people over the head and makes them think, if you can really nail something like this, it can be groundbreaking for your campaign. Yeah, it's a good one. The Russell one seems like an adaptation of the copywriter one, you know, that you're one great sales letter away. Yeah, one great sales letter. Yeah, exactly. And like, there's a concept there, really. It's like seeing what's worked well in the industries or related industries before and seeing if there's an adaptation of it. I didn't actually name Work Less, Make More. I have to give credit to Kelly Exeter for that one. But it did, you know, it was a way of trying to articulate what it is that I was trying to achieve with my book and what I help people with. And as you know, I'm constantly working on that for myself. Like, where is the next leverage step for me? And what will the next iteration of it look like? The innovation, I'm constantly refining the model, mm-hmm. which is, you know, how we got to talking, really. I'm like, Ron, you're one of the few people on the entire planet that I would actually feel comfortable about sending someone to to get help, <laughs> you know, like, because there's a lot of people out there who I wouldn't, and pretty much almost everybody, actually. <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm very flattered. And because of the pedigree of your work, and I wasn't intending a pun there, but the pedigree of the minds, the great minds that you've been sitting behind under the radar and underground, it's, you know, I can actually really relate to that. Mm-hmm. We've been operating at a level that's one layer back from the fame and fortune to some extent. We've still got our little fortunes, but <laughs> yeah, for sure. can anyone come up with an idea or do they just have to be blessed with uh, great idea genes? You know, to be totally honest, you know, it's funny you mentioned I never even made the connection yet from Gary Halbert, you're one great sales letter away from fortune. I didn't even make the connection between the Russell. It just goes to show you, and I'm an advanced marketer who's been, who's been around for a while. So yeah, to answer your question, can someone come up with a big idea? So of course, anyone can come up with a great idea, but the catch is the actual truth of the matter is that there are formulas we can give you and you can kind of try to use some of these formulas, but the truth of the matter is It's like having a great offer. The way you know you have a great offer is when you have a great offer. The way you know you have a great big idea or a great idea is when you have a great idea. And so the way you really come up with it, it's by testing things out with your audience, putting messages out there, seeing what lands. And before you do that, you know, hypothesize some ideas. Like if you have, you know, your mastermind partners or people you brainstorm with. And then I've actually, um, I've done a two-day seminar, which is just about helping people come up with, you know, these kind of big ideas. And, you know, sometimes things land, sometimes they don't. Actually, here's one story. One of my clients, a woman by the name of Patty Lennon. So this was a couple of years ago. We did a, this two-day, it's actually three-day, a three-day seminar where we were, there was a big part of it was helping people figure out their big ideas. There was, I think, about 12 high-level entrepreneurs, really, really good people. And we spent, you know, three days really going through this training on this. And Patty ended up coming up with, um, she shows people how to sell from like a spiritual standpoint. And what she, and the idea that she came up with was you don't have a selling problem. You actually have a receiving problem. And that was the idea that she came up with that she ended up running with and she's writing a book about it. And it became like, and it really helped her catapult her business. The point I'm getting at is that in that three day seminar, that was like, the one idea that came up at, at that event that really ended up going places, all the other ones, I can't think of anything else that really ended up standing out. So yeah, to answer your question, yeah, it's about doing the work and it's about testing things out there and then hopefully eventually you'll land on something. But the good news as we'll talk about is it's good if you have one, but it's, you don't have to have a great idea to still have a winning marketing campaign. Well, that's a relief. 
you know, I do stuff like I publish a new training every single month and then over over seven years I get to see which one's got the most views or the most reactions or when I ask people why they're here or what do they think about, they keep saying the same things. You know, I know you for own the race course or I know you for whatever. And so those big ideas are out there and they marinate. I do think own the race course really is, you know, potentially a book title for me because it's more relevant than ever before now, this concept of owning assets, you know, owning and controlling your own assets is, it's just huge. I was just thinking about this a couple of, um, relatively recently, the whole like Facebook, Instagram blackout to like half a day or whatever. Mm. I was just, that happened. I was like, I I know James, he's smiling, he's laughing somewhere. (laughs) I'm getting tagged by 300 people at that time. (laughs) I actually posted on Facebook. I said, what did I miss? Mm -hmm. It was fun. Okay. So what's element number two? So element two is the expert. So in order to have, so first element, you want to have a winning idea. Second element is being a winning expert that this is really talking about who is the, the, I mostly work with personal brands, experts, coaches, and those types of people who is the personality that is the brand. Cause that can make up for a lot. The whole idea here is that, you know, legendary marketer Dan Kennedy talks about how money moves to status. And really the more you can make yourself a celebrity, the better off you're going to be, the more authority you have, the better off you're going to be. And then these days there's just so many different channels out there it's easier than ever to really become what I call micro-celebrity to a very specific target audience. And so what I'm getting at here is that the truth of the matter is, this is only called a secret, but if you have enough celebrity and authority with your audience, you can get by with kind of like C-level marketing, or you can definitely get by with B-level marketing. Oh, I'm proof of that. (laughs) It's like the ultimate C-level podcast, really. It's just got longevity going for it and a consistent standard of, um, you know, where we're going. I'm not a Joe Rogan famous, there's no doubt about that. That's really interesting. This is a common theme. I've had in just some of the previous episodes almost the same conversation. I think I'm at a point now where we've been hiding behind the business name a little bit too long and should turn up the personal authority. I notice you're running ronreich.com, so you already recognize this. And Mm -hmm. the people who you've been working with, like we're talking about, you know, you're mentioning names. We actually know who those people are. We know who Ryan Levesque is. We know who Russell Brunson is. We know who Todd Herman is. We know who Selena Sue is because, you know, they have that personal celebrity in the market. And it'd be fair to say that they could come out with an average proposition, but their super fans are just going to devour it no matter what. It's like people who are into a movie franchise and occasionally like, what is it, like Fast and Furious 37 might not be as good as the others, but they'll still watch it anyway, right? Yeah, 100%. So they're probably up to there by now. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think it was like fast. I think nine just came out, something like that. <laughs> but um, Amazing. Yeah, exactly. And the thing is, though, the thing that's really exciting is that it truly is easier than ever to become a celebrity to your target audience, to a small audience. And again, even if you're looking to get, I know some people listen to this, they have more kind of mass market type offers, or they might be selling software, they might be selling e-commerce. Or, of course, there's expert type people as well and, and everything else. What I'm getting at is that to be a celebrity for a thousand, a few thousand people, you know, that's really, you know, even 10,000 people in this day and age, it's not that difficult. And then if you're selling higher end offers, like a lot of the people that we work with, you know, if you have like 50 to 100 people that see you as a rock star, that can be a multiple six figure, even seven figure business. So, again, it really is easier than ever to be that celebrity. Okay, Ron, what about element number three? Okay, so element number three, this is the instrument. So the first one was the idea. Second one is the expert. 
The third one is the instrument. So this is what copywriters and marketers, this would call your unique mechanism, your proprietary mechanism. This is essentially this idea about, as markets get, this comes from uh, Eugene Schwartz, this idea of market sophistication, that as markets get more and more sophisticated, it's not so much about what you're promising, it's more about how you do what you do. So for example, in our general space of like business coaching, helping people grow their business, most people are promising, there's kind of three different things people generally want in the marketplace. They want more money, they want more freedom, and they want more impact. And depending on the version, you know, who you're talking to, they might weigh those things differently. So the example, the idea here is that everybody who sells business, who sells to business owners is selling that, is selling some version of that. So these days, it's not enough to be, I'm going to show you how to make $100,000 a month. It's got to be, I'm going to show you how to make $100,000 a month through Facebook ads or through membership sites. So for example, with you, James, I know you help people with a lot of things, but one of the things that I, when I was initially finding out about you, like membership sites and recurring revenue, Mm. that's a big part of your mechanism. That's like a big, you're, a lot of times you're making the case that I'm going to show you how to work less, make more through membership sites. You've just sort of listed my category of books, work less, make more. And the next one is on memberships. And the next one is from six to seven figures. There we go. Yeah, 100%. But it all lines up. So you being the example there. And then our buddy, Ryan Levesque, he's teaching people, I'm going to show you how to make a lot of money. I'm going to show you how to have freedom. But his thing is, is through surveys and quizzes, mm. through the ask method, for example. So the idea here is that you want to... Um, it's just going to make it easier for you if you have a more specific mechanism of why you do what you do. And there's two versions of that as well. There's kind of like what I call the general um, path. That's kind of like, generally, I'm going to show you how to make money through surveys and quizzes, or generally, I'm going to show you how to make money through membership sites. Then you will have your specific tool. That's like your specific proprietary system. So like in Brian Lebeck's case, he has generally it's surveys and quizzes. And then specifically, he has the ask method, which is a unique tool. So there are other people that can be teaching surveys and quizzes, but he has that unique tool. And so, yeah, these days, if you're in a more competitive market, you do need to, oftentimes it's not enough just to have the general path. You really need to create your own proprietary system, your proprietary mechanism to help you stand out. And what is that for you, Ron? I've noticed you talk about A players. Would that be your instrument? So I have a few different instruments, but one of the ones that I talk about a lot is uh, a big thing that I help people do is grow from six to seven figures as well. And I have what I call my genius profit system for going from six to seven figures the GPS. And that I actually found from actually looking at like reverse engineering my own businesses, people I've worked with, and just looking at people at large, like the people who've gone to six to seven figures the fastest. What I found is that there's three engines that they have, which is which I call there's the high ticket engine. And that includes having high ticket offers as well as building out your back end which obviously you you know that better than anyone. And then the launch engine. And the launch engine in this context, what I really mean is we need to have a promotional, Mm. doesn't mean we need to be doing big launches. It's the rocket boosters on the ship that gets it out of the Earth's atmosphere, right? Exactly that. And doing that, those on a regular basis, because if you're doing more campaigns- Well, they're reusable now, these rocket ships. They're the reusable rockets, which I like that. Feel free to use that. (laughs) Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. And then the third one is the evergreen engine which is we want to have our evergreen marketing, our evergreen marketing systems of getting leads and customers on a regular basis. And evergreen doesn't necessarily mean like an evergreen funnel. It could actually be organic marketing. So for example, your podcast, this is part of your evergreen engine. It's what I'd call my sustainable process. Yes. 
you know. Mm-hmm. Exactly, yeah. Before I knew it was sort of an eco-friendly term, I was always thinking of I want to have sustainable business model that I can just keep doing. Right. I want it to chug along yeah, yeah, for, sure. for 10 years like a diesel locomotive. Yeah, yeah, you know? for sure. But I'll have to replace that with solar at some point. Times are changing. I'm kind of solar powered now. I've moved closer to the sun, so I'm getting even (laughs) more solar and more surfing. Yeah, yeah, great stuff, great stuff. Okay, so element number four. So element number four is this is the emotion. So this is really, um, I wouldn't call this a hack, but kind of a hack is that one thing, if you look at like the best marketers and the best copywriters, what you'll find is that oftentimes they're not technically like better at like wordsmithing than the people who are like a level below, they're really better at just really going deeper with their emotions and really, really nailing the emotion and getting into the minds of their target market. The more you know your target market, the better off you're going to be. And most people, they just don't go deep enough in this. Like it's not so much about going to that surface level, obviously. And it's not even talking about what is their pain, what's keeping them up at night. You also want to be thinking about what's really, like, how is that really keeping them stuck? Or if we're thinking about something like positive, it's not so much about, you know, oh, they want freedom. They want to make more money. But like, why do they want it? What really is that going to get them? What are their internal drivers? And then when you connect that with your brand and, you know, all these other things we're talking about, that can have exponential power. So kind of going back to a couple of our examples we chatted about before. So for you, so the James Stramko, work less, make more. I think a big thing that you do a really great job of is that, so generally that message, it's about freedom, of course, it's about having more time, mm. but you do a really, really great job. Like when you talk about how you spend your time surfing, you do a really, really great job of painting the picture of, you know, what is that free time going to do for them? And then you have a big message, which is one of the things where I really resonate with you is that you have, I think, how do I say this? You have this very kind of like, this little no BS approach that's it's really about letting other people kind of create their own reality and let them not be so influenced by what other people. You mean like contrarian or? Yeah. So what I mean is that like, um, like, yeah. like Less compromise. Yeah. Like, yeah. Not compromising. Mm-hmm. And this idea is that like, it's really about living the life that you want to live and mm-hmm. creating your own life without compromise. And of course, the way you do that is through business. And that there's something really like deeper there. There's something really, really personal there. Well, I think, you know, when people realize how oppressed they are, how almost all their actions are done because of something that they were programmed at a young age, probably by their parents or peers or whatever, and when they can actually break out of that, that's when the freedom comes. That's when they realize, hang on, I've actually got, wow, I can push on the accelerator here and steer the steering wheel and go my own path. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And so many people are just you know, scared. It's like, I like that idea that your friend had about they don't have a selling problem, they have a receiving problem. I think most people are just fitting into society and not realizing they have a choice. Yeah, yeah. So once you, if it's choosing freedom and taking that path less traveled, it's so rewarding. And yes, I do live it. I post about on my personal Instagram. I'm literally journaling what it means if you're not locked in an office for 40 hours a week. What does that life look like? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Sure. And it's right to the core. I mean, obviously, surfing has just swept me up and I've fallen in love with it. It's my thing. But it is the ideal metaphor to say you can do something outside of just grinding and hustling, you know, save the grinding for the barista. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And there's something really like when you're talking about this, I'm hearing it in your voice right now is that there is something really very visible for that. The, the people who are tuned in, they're really hearing that. Like, it's not coming from a place of like, hey, 
you could be free. Let's go to the beach and drink martinis and drive around on our Ferraris. It really is about yeah, living that life without compromise and really just experiencing all that life has to offer and not be grinding out and all this, like you mentioned. So yeah, so you do a great job of that. And a lot of other great marketers do as well. Like another kind of on the opposite side, going into one of our other examples, the Russell Brunson example, you know, you're just one funnel away from financial freedom. The emotion he's getting at, it really is kind of, it is more of a, it's kind of tapping into people's kind of greed, right? It's basically a complete shortcut into, Yeah, it's another way of saying instant riches. Yeah, exactly. But, and people want the shortcut. Exactly. So the, I wish it was as simple as being one funnel. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> There's yeah, so much more that goes into it, of course. But, you know, I have a really close partnership with John Lint, 10X Pro. We have software that does funnels. We call them campaigns. Mm-hmm. And you can click on a campaign and be there instantly. But the reason for this episode, the four elements, is like, great. However, it's even better if you have an amazing idea that just sweeps people away. If you have some credibility or trust that you can build or be the expert in this particular thing, that will definitely help your campaign. Absolutely, for sure. And if your instrument is unique or special or can deliver some kind of magic, that would also be great. Ultimately, and you know this is probably as being a copywriter aficionado, the words on the page really make a huge difference. Yeah. Technically, it's easy to put the pages up. <laughs> For sure. Much harder to make the pages do their thing. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, I don't know if, if you did this, but I did, and a lot of my guests did. But when I first built out some web stuff online, I sat back waiting to get rich. Oh, yeah, for sure. And it didn't happen. Yeah, 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 absolutely. It was so freaking hard. It's like a thousand times harder than <laughs> what people say. And that's where I have tremendous respect for what you do because you're working in the field that I believe is probably the hardest. And that is getting the offer that converts. I talk about it in my book. It's like, it's just a yes or no answer. Whether you're going to be successful online, do you have an offer that converts? Yeah, yeah. For yes sure. or no. And that's what this episode's about. This is about getting to the yes. If you want a yes, you have a great idea. You are an expert. You've got an instrument. You bring the emotion. And I'm especially fired up about this today because today I got an email from someone and they're kind of like, they're trying to say, well, you know, that nothing they're doing is working or whatever. And, and I'm like, It's not just a technical paint by number process, you know, there is some magic involved and you do need some, you need to think about these things and go a bit deeper and take on responsibility to solve these problems. It doesn't always just fall in your lap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And especially some of the people who are trying to just market their product that they're in love with and then they want to go and fit it to an audience, they're infringing a lot of these rules. Yeah, absolutely. It's all about, you know, you got to sell people what they want to buy. The market has all the answers, right? That's what it's all about. But it's kind of the good news and bad news is that the market does have all the answers. And so the bad news is that sometimes you could put something out to the market and they might not respond. And like you mentioned, there are like, you know, a great, I think I heard this again from Dan Kennedy, I'm sure anyways, maybe somebody else said it, but like, you know, even the smartest marketers in the world, they're wrong 50% of the time, right? They put things out, you know, they think this thing is going to win and it well, even Avaldo in his 16-word sales letter book, I think he's quoted something like 20% of his offers flop. Yeah, there you go. That's not an exact quote, but it's somewhere in that region. But even the world's greatest copywriters, Absolutely. a percentage of offers are just not going to – so even the smartest minds can't nail this 100%. So why would a hobbyist think they're going to crack it out of the box yeah. with no effort? Sure. doesn't work that way. Exactly, yeah. So a lot of people, they'll get a course. And the truth is there are many people, so as we know, 
most people who are not exactly who we hang out with, <laughs> but to be honest, but many people who buy courses and things like that, you know, the vast majority don't really do anything. And so they're not going to get good results. And the percentage that do, there, there is that, you know, five to 10% on average that is actually doing stuff. And they're not always getting results, but it's not their fault. This is actually true. <laughs> Copyright here. It's not your fault. The truth of the matter is you can do exactly what your coach tells you to do. You can follow the instructions exactly correct. And you might not hit a home run out of the park. And that's kind of the bad news. But the good news is that if as long as you keep following, you know, follow the rules, you know, use the frameworks we're talking about today. But as long as you keep at it, as long as you don't give up, you know, if something doesn't work, then test out a different offer, test out a different angle, test out a different idea. And eventually you are going to hit something that does work. And then, like you mentioned, step one is having a winning offer. Do you have one? Yes or no. Once you're at the yes point, then getting to half a million dollars a year, getting to your first hundred thousand dollars a year, getting to even a million dollars plus, it's not super complicated. It's more, uh, and you teach this better than anyone, it's about, you know, figuring out what works, do more of that, optimize what's working, and then you're on your way. That's it. Beautiful. Well, I love this. I hope you'll come back and share some more insights, Ron. Yes, I would love it. Thank you so much. You've got a lot to share. And, uh, I feel greedy asking you to come back. <laughs> Appreciate that. When I find the right fit people for what you're helping people with, I'm going to send them over to you because you're the guy for that. So thank you so much. Thank you so much. Really appreciate that. All right, there we go. Four elements of a winning marketing campaign. Just a quick recap. Idea, expert, instrument, emotion. If you want to catch up with Ron, head over to ronreich.com. And uh, this is episode 884. We'll put a transcription up there on superfastbusiness.com. And I'm going to ask Ron to come back and share some more insights in the future. So if you've got a question that you want Ron to answer, send me an email. Just reply to any of the emails that we send out and uh, I'll put him on the hot spot and we'll grill him. (laughs) And just to really put a cap in this, the event that I went to where I met you, Ron, I think people paid $10,000 for that for a couple of days of education just to give perspective. This is what the top level people in the industry pay to learn the top level information. Mm -hmm. So don't be shattered if you're not cracking at success after your $39 ebook purchase. It's, you've got to go deeper than that. Ron, Ron knows deep. I've had some experience in it too, and um, we're going to come back and share some more in the future. Thank you so much. Awesome. Thank you. Appreciate it. Discover how to build your business super fast. Check out superfastbusiness.com.